Of all the small nations of this earth, perhaps only the ancient Greeks surpassed the Scots in their contribution to mankind. So said Winston Churchill, and he certainly had a point. As much as any self-respecting Scot would be hankering for the number one position, when another country has literally invented modern civilization as we know it, then the silver medal position is no disgrace. It's certainly the case that Scots and their inventions have dramatically changed the world and continue to do so. Some of the most famous examples, of course, include John Logie Baird, the inventor of the television, Alexander Graham Bell, the inventor of the telephone. Furthermore, there's Robert Watson Watt, the pioneer of radar technology, James Clark Maxwell, recognised as one of the world's greatest ever physicists, who was also a major influence on Albert Einstein. And then there is the man whose ashes rest in the crypt of St Paul's. The man who discovered penicillin, no less. Sir Alexander Fleming. Fleming was born on the 6th of August 1881 at Lochfield Farm near Darville in Ayrshire. He had a poor but happy childhood with a love of the outdoors, and was schooled in Scotland before moving to London at the age of 13 to live with his brother who was a doctor. After completing his initial education at Regent Street Polytechnic, he took a job with a shipping office as a clerk, which he found to be too dull for his ambitions. When he was 20 years old, Fleming inherited a small sum of money from an uncle and used this to follow his brother into the medical profession. He studied at St Mary's Medical School and was closely associated with this institution for the rest of his life. Naturally very bright and a quick learner, he completed his medical degree and won almost every prize and medal available. During the First World War, Fleming served as a captain in the Army Medical Corps, where he was involved in the treatment of the wounded from the battlefields. He would have seen men with horrific injuries already badly infected. Many of such infections would lead to amputation, as antiseptics simply did not work. Existing medicines also failed to stop the flu epidemic of 1918, claiming many lives. After the war, Fleming returned to St Mary's, where he would continue his medical and scientific research. In 1928, he began a series of experiments involving the common staphylococcal bacteria. An uncovered petri dish sitting next to an open window became contaminated with mould spores. Fleming observed that the bacteria in proximity to the mould colonies were dying as evidenced by the dissolving and clearing of the surrounding agar gel. He was able to isolate the mould and identified it as a member of the Penicillium genus. He found it to be effective against all gram-positive pathogens, which are responsible for diseases such as scarlet fever, pneumonia, meningitis and diphtheria. He discerned that it was not the mould itself, but some juice it had produced that had killed the bacteria. 
He named the mold juice penicillin. Later, Fleming would say, When I woke up just after dawn on September the 28th, 1928, I certainly didn't plan to revolutionise all medicine by discovering the world's first antibiotic or bacteria killer, but I suppose that was exactly what I did. Although Fleming published the discovery of penicillin in the British Journal of Experimental Pathology in 1929, the scientific community greeted his work with little initial enthusiasm. Additionally, he found it difficult to isolate this precious mould juice in large quantities, and it wasn't until 1940, just as he was contemplating retirement, that two scientists, Howard Florey and Ernst Chain, became interested in penicillin and in time were able to mass-produce it for use during World War II. In 1944, Fleming and Florey were knighted. The following year, Fleming, Florey and Chain were awarded the Nobel Prize for Medicine, in acknowledgement for their work on penicillin. Fleming became a celebrity, giving lectures all over the world and receiving honours. However, he always acknowledged that it was Florey and Chain who had turned penicillin into a practical drug. Careful not to exaggerate what he had done, Fleming stated, Nature makes penicillin, I just found it. Alexander Fleming was married twice in his life, firstly to Sarah for 34 years, with whom he had a son, Robert. Four years after Sarah's passing in 1949, he married Greek research assistant Amalia Vurika Koutsouris in 1953. They lived together happily until Fleming died suddenly of a heart attack at his home in Chelsea, aged 74, on the 11th of March 1955. His funeral took place at St Paul's a week later. The cathedral bulged with academic and medical grandees, ambassadors, representatives of societies, staff and students from St Mary's Hospital, as well as personal friends. A memorial plaque was unveiled in the crypt the following year, where his ashes rest to this day, while his original lab where penicillin was discovered is preserved in the museum to him at St Mary's. Sir Alexander Fleming's discovery of penicillin has literally saved millions of lives. And it comes as no surprise that Time magazine named him one of the 100 most important people of the 20th century. He is undoubtedly one of the greatest in the pantheon of great Scots.